Hello, welcome to the Age of Sigma Stat Center, where I look at the event results from around the world. I was meant to record this on Monday, but I haven't been particularly well this week. Similarly, because it's the end of the week and I have lots of other stuff to do, including an event this weekend, I will be flying through this, and this won't be the most more edited version that you normally see from the Stat Center. So I hope you can forgive me. If you listen to this as a podcast, please stay hydrated and stay well. Love you loads, your hydro homies. And if you watch this back on YouTube, do like, comment, and subscribe. I'm joined by the Twitch chat. As you can see right here, uh, we've just been developing the rules packs for 1,000 point tournaments for Age Sigma, which is pretty fun. Uh, they're all a great group of people, and you should join them in the day because honestly, uh, we did 500 days together during lockdown. Best people, best people, best people, best crew. Uh, and I, you should just join us. We're a great group, and I'm I'm really proud to call them my friends. Uh, right, okay, so Ken GT, first one we're going to look at. So these are all two day, 2,000 point match play events. Uh, so they're normally five rounds. Uh, so if we just go and look at the 5-0, Luke Skelton with his uh, Seraphon Thunder Lizard. Now, there will be um, another show coming where I talk about all of the stats. So if you go to the OnSmallGamer.com and you look for the stats tab, you will see the most updated stats. There's also going to be a show next week where me and Ziggy are going to be going through the 3.0 no, stats. Um, as kind of a culmination and also turning them maybe into a narrative story, which is quite fun. Um, uh, 46 people came in total because Southland Legion had a COVID outbreak. That's that's true. Uh, right, okay. So this is the Kent Grand Tournament. Um, it was won by, oh, uh, just to be, to be Luke Skelton. Well done. Thunder Lizard. He had Lord Croak, Skink Priest, Engine of the Gods, Skink Priest, Star Priest, and he had 30 Skinks, which were all minus one damage. Don't forget, Thunder Lizard, you're minus one damage um, because you're in the Coalesced. Uh, which means you're real dinosaurs, not not those made-up imaginary dinosaurs. Engine of the Gods is incredible. I played with this the other day. I played with the Engine of the Gods that had the command trait, the Prime War Beast, and this guy slaps. He slaps in combat. Um, uh, expected boring English murder. <laughs> That's true. There are two ways to think about this. The English meta or the UK meta is more of a refined meta where um, people have really worked out what is good and what isn't good at the top tables. Or you can see it as the English being incredibly boring, like our food and places like Australia, America, the continent, for instance, have a more spicy and enjoyable meta, very much like their food, right? Um, so maybe England has always been known for its ruthless efficiency, right? Uh, the coward's meta. <laughs> Uh, so that's a good way of thinking about it. Uh, so Thunder Lizard is pie and mash. Pie and mash is a great meal, and I'll never hear anything against it. The point is, Engine of the Gods is a great fighting unit. Really, really good. And being able to double tap that engine is incredibly good. Because uh, you've got Command Ability, sorry, in Thunder Lizard. lets you activate it twice if you want. You've got Skink Priest, Skink Star Priest, 30 Skinks. A Basilodon with a Solar Engine, which is very, very common as well. So... Um, uh, France is also very cutthroat, also very hordy. I'm not sure what that's about, but the French always love a good horde meta. And Zinch, it's one of their favourites. Um, hey, we have Nando's here too. <laughs> True. <laughs> Thanks, chat. Uh, right, okay, so that is the Kent Grand Tournament uh, winner. So congratulations, fantastic for Luke. I don't know if I've seen Luke uh, in 5-0 before. So this might be a specifically important day for him. So shout out to him. Matt Goldsborough, we've seen loads though. Matt Goldsborough, that tall drink of water, um, was running, uh, if I, if you had one shot or one opportunity to seize everything you ever wanted in one moment, would you capture it to let slip? Lord Croak. Okay. All right. Go on, Matt. So Matt's running a Draco's Tail Seraphon list. He's got Lord Croak, an Astroth Banabera, a Skink Starseer, a Celestant Prime, uh, yes, the Hammer of Croak. Uh, then he's got 10 Saurus Guard, 10 Skinks, 10 Skinks, 2 times 2 Salamanders um, in a Hunter's of Heartland, a, Warlands, war, uh, a Warlord Battalion. Okay, so important to talk about the difference in this list versus other lists. This allows him to deep strike those Salamanders. They move pretty fast anyway. They've got a big threat range of 20 inches, 12-inch shooting, 8-inch move. But this allows you to deep strike them, which really pushes pushes and forces your opponent into kind of a corner, especially when the Celestine Prime can be doing mortal wounds at range, and Croak will also be doing mortal, mortal, mortal wounds at range. Um, so, really good. Um, how's the throat? Thanks for asking. Still struggling a little bit, I think. Um, uh, Aldum, I'll try my hardest. Um, uh, the list is now. Uh, this list is now fucked since the um since the update. 
I don't think that's true. You give up four victory points, right, for for just tabling your opponent. I'm not sure. It's a risk I'd run, is all I'm going to say. It's a risk I'd run. Um, like, But anyway, so that's in the 4-1 bracket, so shout out to Matt. Uh, so you should be super chuffed for that. Um, also in the 4-1 bracket was Chris Green with Legion of the First Prince. Um, <laughs> Chris definitely could have painted his army more. I'll just say that out. Uh, <laughs> but, I mean, who am I to judge? Uh, Legion of the First Prince. He had Bellicor, Bloodthirster, Incense and Rage, Kairos, and Slaves of Darkness Demon Prince. He had 10 Pink Horrors, 2 Tenths of Plague Bearers, Emerald Life Swarm, and the Emerald Spell Portal. So this did get hit in the Battle Scroll. You would give up points for all of this. But the really interesting thing is if you do kill this list, then I feel like you are already beating this list. Whereas this list is designed to make it so you don't kill it anyway. So I'm not certain that giving up that those victory points, because again, this is five victory points available, but it doesn't mean you're getting those five victory points out of this list. So I think this is still just as good a list as it was previously. Um, <laughs> shut up, Dave. <laughs> um how, how often do you actually kill the salamanders if you do win anyway uh i don't know like i don't think you kill the salamanders often is the point but with this particular army you also generally don't tend to kill um it unless you kill it in which case you win so as much as this might seem like it's been changed by the battle scroll update i don't think it has uh and again i've talked about this loads on the show if you've ever tuned to one of these monday shows you probably don't need to be re repeat it but it's basically a control deck list it controls your enemy makes it so you can't charge because of the safe start and demon prince it has other mechanics like Karis's dice um bellacor and then it's got some damage coming out of the boom thirster as well so uh shout out to chris that's really 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 good for him that's in a 4-1 bracket so that's chris and uh, an x40k player um joseph mcgow with the seraphon and that is seraphon again that's three by the way so far um and he's got thunder lizard slan skink engine of the gods two times ten skinks five source guard uh two storm drake guard two salamanders two basilodons lol <laughs> what a great list um um beast guys would have gone five over the ad box for that matchup they played him round five um and won by three points thanks very much elvin Payton, for the context uh i still don't think it does anything so uh but in that one particular instance which we shouldn't hold up as the uh the be all and end all of all information but is relevant and important obviously um yeah there we go so uh slan so again another thunder lizard list uh but this time with some sword rate guard fantastic well done joseph congratulations to you christian barlow uh no sorry sorry no tom cunnell with daughters of kane nine inch fails um uh so that is oh is there a stormcast this i missed sorry i'll go back to it uh daughters of kane has got an iron scale marathi kane 15 blood stalkers 10 blood sisters five blood sisters and two lots of shadow stalkers or canite shadow stalkers shoot twice blood stalkers coming out of marathi kane marathi and the bow snakes going for one congratulations uh did i miss something i did ben biddis i'm so sorry go 4-1 with your stormcast eternals knight draconis in hammers of sigmar um and then all dragons all dragons and bastion carthos one two three four dragons and bastion carthos uh still uh so fantastic uh move twice each one of those units can move twice uh with the knight draconis making them battle line means they can also shoot twice which is really good great in combat three up armor save very defensive very survivable really good um really really good dragons and bastion bastion super strong really survivable as well um really good army very strong i still think just as good as it was before the battle scroll update um i've done have i done christian barlow also thunder lizard fuck me this is a lot of dinosaurs listen can i just say something this is really important if you listen to this back i'm just gonna go big for this this is super important i 3d printed myself a seraphon army right and i was genuinely like oh no they're gonna change the points and i won't be able to play it and i was a little bit sad but they didn't and I'm the winner. And that's all I care about. So, I mean, it's not good for the game, but it's good for me. So, it's important to note. It's important. I also slap chopped it. Like, it also looks nice. So, whatever. Um, and also, like, what do you want to be, the, like, the most scary army in the game? Surely it's, surely it's dinosaurs. Surely. You want to be weird, perverse Saneshi models. Gross, weird. Um, uh, the, the white bread English version. <laughs> 
<laughs> anyway, uh, so who is this? Who is this? The King Christian Barlow still went 4-1. Happy with that. Oh, my God. Um, he had Thunder Lizard, Lord Croak, Skink Priest, Skink Priest, Star Priest, Engine of the Gods, Five Swords Guard, 30 Skinks, 10 Skinks, two Storm Trait Guard. Fuck me. And a Bastillion on with Solar Engine. Okay, good. Solid, solid. Dry White Toast. Um, really, congratulations, Christian. You fucking legend. Yeah, please don't think... And you should continue to run that list because I think it's probably still just as good. Yeah, keep going, keep winning events, get those points on the board, get up those TSN rankings, keep going, baby. Don't stop. Yeah, just because I read lists like it all the time doesn't mean you shouldn't. I want you to know this is just for me as a person. Yeah, you carry on. I'm proud of you, Michael Lois. Yeah. Uh, you need to call out the underdog top three. It was a great idea, and despite the top looking normal, it really changed the list distribution overall. Okay, I like I maybe sure like I'll I'll mention it. Uh, right, so the Beast of Chaos in four one had great Bray Shaman, Doom Ball, great Bray Shaman, Zangor, Shaman Beast of Chaos. Now I've said this already. I said this weeks ago. Beast of Chaos are an A or S tier army. I've said it weeks ago. Weeks ago. Uh, so I'm not surprised to see them doing really well over the past few weeks because that White Dwarf update. Because unsurprisingly, when you give an army four plus rally, yeah, everyone's going to talk about the rend. But I really need to point out when you give an army a four plus rally, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, so Michael's legend and he changed one fourth, two thirds of the results. Uh, that's good. Just because the list is the same as someone else's uh, is the general that makes the win. I agree, Grey Fox, super important to talk about, yeah? Need you to understand that I respect all of the people that have got that have done this well, and even the people that didn't do well. Uh, great Brave Shaman, Doom Ball, Great Brave Shaman, Zangor Shaman, and then three lots of 10 Gore, one unit of Ungore, uh, more Ungore Raiders, three units of Ungore Raiders, Chaos Spawn, six Ball Gore, six Enlightened on Disc, oh no, and two Gorgons. Those Enlightened on Disc are incredible now, by the way. Uh, this is all in Gav spawn, so they get plus one attack. So you can do some really crazy stuff. Those Enlightened on Disc, so good. Thanks, Lousy Gamer Pyrus, for subscribing for the first time. Yes. Yes. Thanks. Uh, thanks, everyone, for tuning in live. And if you haven't tuned in live, I'm going to run an ad break right now that lasts for a minute, um, which is how you help support the show. Or you can subscribe via Twitch with your Amazon Prime account or with £5, and you help support the show, which you're watching and enjoying. So thanks for that. Um, Right, so, uh, 10 Ongor Raiders. So, yeah, these Zangor Enlightened on Disc are crazy. They're so fast. They move crazy fast. They move 16 inches base. They, goes, they go plus 3 inches. Um, thanks, Dunmer, for resubscribing. They go uh, plus 3 inches on top because of the Great Brace Shaman, so they go 19 inches. They charge. Um, uh, they do crazy damage. They, you can make it uh, with... Vicious Strangle Thorns, is that a fight last? Yeah, you can do that. So they fight last. You've got some some amazing output. And those great, uh, those six ball gore as well with great axes, also incredible output as well, right? Uh, are Zinch bad enough now you can play them? Sure, definitely, 100%. Right. And then the Gorgons, the two Gorgons, the two situational Gorgons, um, sure. Amazing. I'm not really sure what to say. I think the problem is, is you're killing everything else. So the Gorgons probably just get to hit you and they're 155 points. So they're incredibly cheap, like for what you get to do. So yeah, I mean, congratulations to Michael Lois. Uh, you are, you're in the same crew as the Nuge. Um, so going 4-1 with Beast is really good. And then Dennis, no, Dennis lost the game. Dennis the Menace with his Hallowed Knights. Gardas, Lord Imperitant, Lord Relictor, 15 Judicators with the Boltstorm Crossbows, 5 Liberators, 5 Liberators, 6 Annihilators, and 5 Retributors, all in a Battle Regiment. I cannot believe it. Um, uh, like, so, make sure you explain that a bit before you click it, otherwise you'll just explain the to people who are already subbed. Yeah, I, I did that. Because it happens after I press it right, uh, I'm pretty certain. Uh, okay, so, but thanks. I appreciate you. Uh, yeah, anyway, so Dennis the Menace. Dennis has actually gone to two different events and gone 3-0, 3-0 at both. It's both. This was his first ever five-round event. His first ever. His first ever event he won. His second ever event he went 3-0. And now he's finally lost the game. His third round. So it wasn't even like, oh, day two is where it really got him. It was his third round. He dropped his game. Oh, very, very close. Very tight games as well. 
uh, for Dennis. Quite, quite a few 11s in there, which is quite interesting. 11 in round two and 11 in round four. Ooh. Well, how did um, our top table do? 16, 11, second game was close. Dominated game three, dominated game four. And game five was close as well. Uh, Matt Goldsborough was like, very close loss on round two. Interesting. Then all... <laughs> All stupid numbers, <laughs> stupid numbers. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, I lost to Dennis uh, on the last of the game. No, um, you lost to Dennis. Uh, he's so good. Uh, anyway, anyway, so that's Ken GT. Uh, Ken GT also had something in place, which I thought was really great. And I think you should include in your packs if you do get the opportunity in your own events. And that is at the end of uh, the day, any of the low-performing armies, so um, uh, they got to choose, like, the, the TO chose which. Uh, they chose some of the lower-performing armies uh, in the... So they used the TSN ranking... Uh, sorry, the TSN stats, and they looked at the lower-performing armies, and they were like, cool, you can be the top of those lower-performing armies. So what I normally do at an event is I go, if you're the top... Um, top 5-0 if you're the top 3-2 like if you're the top 4-1 like so you know you've won four and then your differential points are higher as you can see here here's the differential points as a secondary so like how much you beat your opponent boy uh, by then you can uh then you'll become top of your bracket but i think what was a really clever play by the tournament organizer was identifying the armies that have a low win rate anyway so gits um uh, they left out piece of chaos which i think was sensible uh but gits uh corn nighthorn those sorts of things armies with low win rates uh Sinesh, and then they were like any of you if any of you perform well uh, then there's also a prize so like there was like a basically a top of the bottom uh, prize which i think was really really good yeah beast of chaos won that okay well i probably wouldn't have put beast of chaos in there because they're actually an a tier army but the stats don't currently support that information so that makes sense that the stats don't currently show that that's more of a, a that's more of an analyst's point of view but anyway that's fine all right so that's, so that's great great event look fun uh kenji t let's go okay over in the united states of america we had the here we go lads event um and it had uh, 15 players. So we did have one 5-0 result, though, which was Daniel Gomez. Daniel Gomez has been doing really well. Uh, this is, again, another good placing from Daniel Gomez. Congratulations to him. And he took a Stormcast Eternal's army consisting of Guard of Steel Soul in uh, his Hallowed Knights, which means he gives a 5-up ward save around, a Knight Draconis, a Lord Castellan, one Stormdrake Guard, and then two units of two Stormdrake Guard. Sorry one unit of four storm drake guard right and then two units of two storm drake guard little point to note uh, as you can see this was made with the age of sigmar app and here it says one time storm drake guard but that costs 680 points so the app makes you think that that's one unit of storm drake guard that costs 680 points right which is weird and right wrong way to say it, it should just be four storm drake guard that's the real way to understand it so it would be good if none of you use the app to output lists uh because it's terrible and terrible to read so that would be uh super good uh but however lots of dragons really really happy for him like that's great news um he's gonna give up lots of points now in uh prime hunters and pri priority targets in the future but truthfully i don't think it matters um because if we just look at his event results here he uh he scored pretty heavy he scored pretty heavy um the thing is is it's all well and good giving up vps but if you get all of your vps and indeed score additional vps because you're doing it with monsters um it does feel like your dragons are much better um uh, okay so uh and then we had a legion of the first prince in second place with carl raw and then chris miller chris miller with some cruel boys big yellers nice going three two this is, i'm just shouting this out because it's a, a a big yellers he had a swamp called a shaman and crowd oh, kragnos okay all right and then some bolt score okay yeah whatever okay never mind change my mind <laughs> like, just, okay so that's a cool event congratulations to them and more dragons doing really well over at the mini wargamer bunker was the Graz gone wild gt i don't know why i'm doing it in that accent but i am apparently um at, and as i've started recording Hey man, I'm finally taking the plunge into AOS with Demon's Force. Any insights on Legion of the First Prince in the current meta? Hey Dr. Rhino, sure, no problem. Get yourself Kairos, Bellacore, a Slaves to Darkness Demon Prince with the Mark of Corn. Yeah, and if you want, you can either get a Contorted Epitome 
or you can get yourself a boom thirster so that's a blood thirster in sense of rage you can get some battle line units of either plague bearers flesh hounds or pink horrors get yourself a spell portal off ebay or just kitbash yourself one and you're good some people are going to say to you hey by the way rob uh, they're going to say to you dr rhino you're going to give up priority targets and you're going to say lol jokes you're never going to charge me not once ever there you go easy yeah uh, uh probably still the cleanest the most accurate game of what have to be played i mean what game of bunker <laughs> wow wow anyway anyway shout out to the to uh hello it's mini wargaming rob from mini wargaming.com uh we play so you don't have to i've done it we all know that we all know how to say it um back in my 40k etc days there was loads of uh i wouldn't even name my team yes you know it you know it you know it anyway right so this was made up of a bunch of different people from the the both the canadian team or as a lot of people uh, call it the american b team uh, and also the american team were also there who'll be playing at worlds it was won by the captain of the american team mr jeremy vissier who i've spoken to recently and is a very lovely fellow he went 4-1 with his carriage on overlords um so the event was actually pretty diverse in both lists and um i wouldn't describe it as particularly a meta event so it's quite fun uh, to see in a bunch of different stuff uh so uh barrack zifflin he had an eighth of chemist eighth of chemist 10 archonaut company two frigates five thunderers uh, a gun hauler Two storm trait guard and an ironclad. <laughs> oh god. 340 points of pure pure allies. Uh so yeah, Team Canada uh, is what it is. So yeah, I mean KO are in a really interesting place. I guess having the ability to actually ally in something that pushes units off objectives is really key. I'm sure Jeremy is gonna deep dive this list at some point. Um do I think KO need a war scroll? No, sorry, a book update. hundred percent think they need a book update. Uh, that'd be really fun. Um but yes, uh I think overall I think Jeremy's a fantastic player who's played KO at large events in a singles format this was a smaller event but still a large event um, and has done very well with them over the course of age of sigma 3 so if anyone's going to do really well with them he would be my tip to do well with them uh, so i'm unsurprised by his result there's not really a lot to unpack here a lot of guns a lot of guns in a game that doesn't have any line sight blocking terrain but with the additional bonus of having something that can actually push units off an objective which is probably one of the core things that carriage and overlords really lack is being able to have something that can push things off objective and maybe even stand on an objective in lots of ways the ironclad is super tanky really really able to hold an objective i guess but lots of the other armies lots of the other army isn't which is really good um so that's grots so that's the top placing for one there were no five o's at this event so shout out to jeremy mitch uh came second he also went four one and he was running a magikin army with a lord of afflictions another lord of afflictions and then four flight lords puscore blight lords so those are the flies and then one two three four five puscore blight lords in twos now i've seen this army play and it's all in one drop i've seen this army play it's really tough it's really resilient it it helps generate lots of disease points to pick all those mortal wounds off and it also has a lot of really low quality attacks but it has a lot of attacks so each puscore blight lord i think might be putting eight or eleven attacks i can't remember which one it is i think it's I think it might be 11 might be putting out 11 attacks each so it's tons and tons of output this list has actually already played here at the tsn arena very recently uh maybe about two or three weeks ago so i got to see it in action i think it's a very good list for if you want to design an army that will stay if you want to be like i probably am going to play five turns of warhammer age sigmar every game this is probably your list this will, this will survive most alpha strikes. This will survive most damage output stuff. It's a good surviving list. Then what you do with that after is really down to some of those key interactions. Is your Lord of Afflictions going to be free at the right time to do some charges? Are you going to be able to do some more wounds at the right time? Like, uh, it's it's very, very fun. Um, and I guess it's fairly fast because it's got the ability... Um, I guess it's fast, but I don't think it's that fast. Uh, so, yeah uh yeah so yeah it's an alpha pin so yeah so as the guys are saying you you run forward you charge basically you just block up the middle of the board that's how the army works he blocks up the middle of the board with a wall of units and you if you hit them you're going to start taking mortal wounds and they're going to hit you back and they're going to attrition you out basically over the course right um i've seen like and it, 
it's very effective i guess not probably the most thrilling to play or play against um i've seen it play as i've said and i was like wow <laughs> imagine doing that imagine doing that for 15 hours over the weekend uh but uh mitch should be super proud of himself well done uh big shout out to him anthony trentinelli from the tough crowd um has got himself uh four wins with his Skaven, he played Thankwallock, Bone Ripper, Arch Warlock, Arch Warlock, Nine Storm Fiends, Soul Screen Bridge, Warp Lightning Vortex. Let's go. That's how you play Warhammer. Let's go. Did I get more and more warp power off? Did I get bridge off? It's time to delete the earth. Love that list. Love that for us. Love that for him. That's just that's by the way, a 945 point unit let's go and it's actually a really fun list because there's no guarantees that you're going to get either of the two really important spells off to be able to make those nine storm fiends do all of their work it's i i honestly think this is the right sort of risk reward sort of death star unit that you get it's not a guarantee that you're going to get any of those elements off at all and, and i think it's really really fun uh, so that's anthony uh and then bill souza Ooh, Flesh Eater Courts. Four wins with Flesh Eater Courts. Aberrant Ghoul King on Terrorgeist. Another uh, Aberrant Arc Regent. Gorslav, the Gravekeeper. Three times three Crypt Flayers. Two, six Crypt Horrors, six Crypt Horrors. 40 Zombies in a double battle regiment. No way. That's great. So 40 Zombies. Two lots of six Crypt Horrors. Three Crypt Flayers. Three times three Crypt Flayers. And then the Aberrant Ghoul King on Terrorgeist is a big beat stick piece super fun um really fun i love watching bill i love looking at bill's lists like it's always like designed from the ground up and then he goes back like that's a really complex thing if you're watching this you don't play lots of age sigma it doesn't really matter what i just said but like it's really good is is the long story of it um but like it's good because it's the way bill plays it's not the way it's not the list it's the way he plays which is decent which i think is fun um so that's bill uh, and then uh, Yuri, Yuri, I think from the Bulldogger, Bulldogger Hammer podcast, YouTube channel, Bulldogger. Is it called Bulldogger? Um, I'm not sure. Anyway, Sons of Behemoth, Gatebreaker, Mega Gargant, Gatebreaker, Mega Gargant, two War Stompers uh, in the Bosses of the Stomp. Bosses of the Stomp. Um, so he's able to um, uh, have a very low drop. It's one drop. Um, and then he's able to just do what Gargants do is move on the battlefield and just stand on objective and that's all they do unless unless you run off the wall <laughs> and you charge <laughs> away from all the objectives which is the huge mistake um so shout out to yuri uh so that was the grog gods wild event um shout out to everyone at the event uh i heard it was a really great event more events there in the future peace and love uh Okay, so the Mortal March GT, uh, we had 32 players. And in first place, we had the Sons of Behemoth, Cole Hegart. I think I've pronounced that right. Colt? Colt? Sorry. Uh, so if I didn't get that right, I'm sorry. Uh, but Colt has done really well with his um, bosses, double bosses of the stomp, double gatebreaker, double war stomper. He went 5-0 with it. Fantastic work there, Colt. Should be really happy with yourself there. I still think, still think Sons of Mohammed can do very, 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 very well personally. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of people say that they won't do well uh, with the new Buckstroll update, but I still think that they've got some play personally. And if you look at his uh, points values at the top, he did really, really well there. Richard Reneke was took Seraphon. So again, more Seraphon in this uh, matchup here. Uh, sorry, in, in the results. Uh, we've got Stegadon, Engine of the Gods. Stegadon Skink Chief, by the way, who's such good output, as is the Engine of the Gods. Skink Priest, Skink Starseer, two times 20 Skinks, one Salamander, and then two Bacillodons with Solar Engines. So everything that I've said already, uh, but a nice little bit of mix, a little bit of a mixed up list there, throwing that Stegadon with Skink Chief. You really can design these lists however you want. Um, and they're so effective because of that minus one damage. So shout out to Richard Reneke. <gasps> Matt! The Nuge Nugent. There's nothing to say about uh, about the Nuge other than Rabbit's foot. I'm going crossbow hunting with the Nuge. Far <laughs> from I'm going crossbow hunting with the Nuge, and that is <laughs> uh, he's running beast of chaos. The Nuge. 
He is going 4-1 uh, with that. And he should be really proud. This is our second 4-1 piece of chaos already. One in England, one in the US. He's got a Dragon Ogre Shagoth, Grashrak Felhuth, Doom Bull, Saves the Darkness, Demon Prince. And he's got six Bulgors, six more Bulgors, two lots of, three lots of three Bulgors, and then 10 Ungor. And then he's got two Mind Sealer Spherinxes, the Dirge Horn, the Wildfire Taurus, and Chronomantic Cogs, and the spell. The Cogs obviously giving him that plus one to charge. So he's got three ways of making the army fight last in this army, maybe four ways of making the army fight last. And he's got some amazing output from the Bulgors, uh, doing all of the damage in there. He's also got Blood Slick Ground from the, the Demon Prince, so a really, really fun list. Um, uh, so yeah, just really, really good. Um, Unless you give up seven points per Mega Gargant death. Uh, Beercade, I don't think he will. And I think he'll be fine. Uh, so, well, shout out to Matt Nugent. Uh, the Nuge. The Nuge. Uh, and again, just, just let's just remind ourselves about that bit. I'm not playing it again. It's fine. Don't worry about it. That was just for me. I'm making an audio clip of that for myself. Just to be like, I'm going crossbow hunting with the Nuge. Which is now a life goal. Uh, right, in fourth place, still in 4-1, is Cameron. Halford and Cameron was running living is running living city. He's got City Sigma, he's got Nomad Prince and Knight Encanter and the Lord Celestial on Star Drake. Um he's got 20 Sisters of the Watch, 20 Sisters of the Watch, 20 Sisters of the Watch. He's got five tree revenants on five tree revenants. What? In a battle regiment. He's got a Nomad Prince, a Knight Encanter, a Lord Celestial on Star Drake, and 60 sisters of the watch um uh, i don't know what to say uh an actual living city list yeah i know my prince i want to go to longboat hunting with this lad <laughs> he, like he's got star drake right so he's got like he's got like what the who ran this what is his name cameron halford are you a genius What the hell? What the hell? So you can stand and shoot with this of the watch. Right? Can you even buff the sister of the watch with a nomad prince? You come in from the board edge. So the is striking. Okay. So so it's pin and shoot. Okay. So you come in from the board edge with a Star Drake, then you shoot move. Then you charge in the Star Drake. The Star Drake then tanks the enemy and you heal it with the Encanter, I guess. Uh, and then you just keep raining shots at them from the back of the board. Um, uh, coming from the board edge is set up. Yes, you come in from the board edge, but then you are able to move afterwards using the command ability in Living City because you'll shoot and then you're able to, after shooting, move. So you come in from the board edge via outflank which is outside of nine inches and within six inches of board edge and then you move is what happens so you can still deep strike effectively or outflank and then move is how you do that in this army uh in living city which is why the formulators happen um so sits on the board edge but quite fast to be involved in the later game uh, yeah like a uh, tree revs for going and grabbing objectives crazy crazy good crazy fun in my crazy list section like uh like oh you oh you're talking about the this is the watch so you do a setup and you still shoot twice with this is the watch i guess so is this available on b2b so i want to copy and paste it to a friend uh i don't know i don't know obviously obviously fight the power um does this work there you go I don't think that worked. Sorry, bud. Um, uh, let me just copy and paste this for you guys in the chat. There you go. Uh, right, he painted 60 sisters, so props. Yeah, I know, I agree. That's fantastic. What a cool list. This is probably the, one of the most unique things I've seen in months. This is wicked. A nomad prince. <laughs> yes. Oh, sisters are great models. Love the firebows. Yeah, they are great models. Yeah. Um, you don't count as moving after deep strike. No, you don't count as moving after deep strike. It's cast as a setup. It's not the same as forty k. Um, uh, makes the sisters battle line. <laughs> what he spent? 
over a thousand points on Sisters of the Watch. Wow. Wow. Okay. So, to recap, Nomad Prince, Night Encanter, Lord Sessor and Star Drake, 60, 60, 60 Sisters of the Watch in 320s, and then two, two units of five tree revenants. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. Cameron Halford. Get at me. You're a genius. Just tell me more genius things. Uh, Soul Black Grave Lords uh, also went 4 1. This is Tyler Rouse. Vampire Lord and Zombie Dragon. Vampire Lord. Radicar. Big Drug Four Kicker. And then five units of 20 zombies. I really like that. It's got a, a double battle regiment. I really like the, the, mix, the mixing up of the zombies. That's really fun. Because really, you're just using them as roadblocks. And for 115 points, they're great roadblocks. I can, I can definitely see why people lean in to having big bricks of zombies. But I also can see why you would uh, go about it this way. And then you've got some really fighty units, right? You've got Vampire and Zombie Dragon. You've got Big Drog Fork Kicker. And you've got Radikar the Beast. So you've got some other little bonuses. So you've got some really good board control from this army. I really like that version. I haven't seen that version yet. Well done, Tyler. Um, and then Aaron Newborn. Let's have a look. He's running Big War, the connoisseur's choice. Uruk Megaboss, War Channel, War Chanter, War Prophet, Weird Knob Shaman, Megaboss. Two times five Hard Boys, 15 Brutes, 15 Uruk Hard Boys, and then 15 Uruk Hard Boys as well. Uh, hey, Neil. Hey, well. Uh, so, and then two Beast Skewer Kilbos. These seem to be pretty common in our big wild list at the moment, uh, just for some ranged threat projection that you can see across the board here. And then you've got the Weird Knob Shaman, Mega Boss, with the Arcane Tome. He's a wizard with flaming weapons, the guy on foot. Amazing. That 15 Brutes is 580 points. That's a very tough tanky unit, which is really good. And those 15 Hard Boys are only 255 points, but they're 30 wounds, and they rally on a four up. Thanks to the War Chanter, which I think is pretty wicked. So, yeah, really, really good. Um, uh, thanks, the Iceman. I'll go check that out in a minute. Okay. And then... Uh, so that's oh uh, Yeah, that's all of our four ones. Sounds like a great event. Got a shout out. Again, obviously, crossbow hunting with the Nuge. Uh, but most importantly, uh, Cameron, with that Living City list being just, just mind-blowing. So, shout out to those. Over in Amsterdam, which is in the Netherlands, uh, for everyone at home who didn't know, there was the Alliance Open Masters Age Sigma event, which they also live-streamed, which you can go and check out. It's somewhere near Switzerland. So uh, the event looked like it was really fun, and I'm sure they're going to hold more in the future, so you should try and get to them if you can. Right, in the 4-1... Sorry, in the 5-0 bracket, you had Stephen Follows and Paul uh, Priosi. So, uh, Steve Follows was running a Legion of the First Prince list. He was running Bellacore, Kairos, Blue Scribes, Contorted Epitome, two lots of 10 pink horrors, Temple of Letters, the Life Swarm, Soul Screen Bridge, and the Umbral Spell Portal. Talked about this list and a list like this. Loads and loads and loads and loads and loads. It's really good. Steven is, I think, undefeated in 38 games so far with this list. So, it's no surprise he did really well. Congratulations to him. Paul Priosi in second place uh, also went 5-0 and he had a nitroconis three lots of two storm drake guard and then one unit one single storm drake guard and then those six vanguard raptors with long strike crossbows as i've said before i'm pretty certain that this is the storm drake guard list in my opinion uh, because the backup of the raptors is really really good um uh, but it did really well he also made his nitroconis a magic a magician with a re-rollable cast because he gave him the arcane tome and then he took the command trait um, a master of magic meaning you get a re-rollable wizard uh, which is better than most one cast wizards in the game which is pretty wild in the 4-1 bracket you had Olaf Kleeborg uh, with a Sons of Behemoth Baker tri uh, Breaker Tribe list which was double bosses of the stomp two gate breakers and two war stompers and as we've seen they've been doing really well already I've already mentioned all those lists before uh, Peter Zudgeist uh, also went 4-1 and he took a Nitroconis two lots of four storm drake guard two storm drake guard and then all of that was in a battle regiment. Wow. Wow. This week is not that uh, different, is it? This week. A lot of similar lists this week. Nard uh, Vliegnaert uh, also went 4-1. Uh, 
and he had oh nice uh, a Soulblight Grave Lords list with the Castelli Dynasty. He had Balladama, Prince Fordry, White King on Skeletal Steed, and then he had four lots of five Blood Knights and two lots of ten Direwolves, three Felbats. Now this is super fun. The Blood Knights are so tanky, uh, uh, especially with that three armor save. Their ability to move uh, out of combat and do mortal wounds is really, really, really nice, which means you can really orientate the rest of your army, especially Vordry, to go and kill and deal with big threats, uh, which is uh, really, really fun. Um, so... A big shout out to him. Uh, Dennis uh, Boo, Boo Meester, uh, also at 4-1 with a Bosses of the Stomp, two Gatebreaker, two War Stomper list. And then Nico van der Hoek uh, took Marathi and the Bow Snakes going 4-1 with two Shadow Stonkers. And then Rick Moran, uh, the final 4-1, took Seraphon. And that's the Thunder Lizard, Engine the Gods, Skink Priest, Star Priest, Slan, Stegonon Skink Chief as well, and then 10 Skinks, 5 Source Knights, Stegodon, and 2 Basilodons with the Solar Engine. Okay. Um, so, yeah, wild. Absolutely wild. Uh, so, that is everyone in the 4 1 bracket. Congratulations to all those people. Uh, looks like a really fun event, um, and congratulations to all the people that did well. Vic GT, great to see our Australian brothers out there playing games after all restrictions and stuff started to come up. Uh, so shout out to them. So the Vic GT uh, had quite a lot of people playing at the Vic GT. It's really exciting. 54 players in the Vic GT. Uh, it was won by Joel Graham with his um, with his uh, Saves to Darkness Army. And then Dave Kerr also went 5-0. So we'll talk both about both of those lists now. Uh, now... Uh, Joel and Dave, both fantastic players, played lots of Warhammer recently, uh, so I'm unsurprised to see them do really well. Joel has got a Saves to Darkness Demon Print, uh, sorry, Saves to Darkness Army, and he's gone for Host of the Ever Chosen, Sixth Circle. He's got Archeon, Chaos Sorcerer Lord, Chaos Lord, Chaos Lord makes Archeon pile in, attack twice. He's got Varangard, he's got two units of three Varangard, all with a mark of Zinch, meaning they reroll ones on their three up armor saved, and also they ignore spells on a four up, um, or it might be a five up. Uh, and then he's got 16 Iron Golems, so that's a double reinforced unit of Iron Golems, and nine Untamed Beasts, and a Mindstealer mind Spheranx, which is a great little pick, because you're threatening the whole board with Archeon all the time, so difficult to deal with, and then if you get the Mindstealer in the right place, then that means you're going to make people fight last, which is so good for double activating units of Varangard, and also Archeon, which is pile and attack twice. Really solid, really powerful. Shout out to Joel, well done him. Dave, excellent player maybe an even better human being stormcast eternals he's took a lord relictor um uh who's got the high priest and translocation a nitroconis with the arcane tome and celestial blades three times five vindicators as battle line uh is this in a storm keep uh it is in a storm keep okay so those going to count on for more on objectives and then he's got four storm drake guard and then he's got six vanguard raptors with friendship crossbows <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, uh, so congratulations to him uh, in the 4-1 bracket you had Joel McGrath crossbow hunting with the Nuge uh, they were all getting together to go crossbow hunting uh, so he took Beast of Chaos uh, and he's got um, uh, a Doom Ball, Dragon Ogre Shagoth Great Brave Shaman, Great Brave Shaman 3x6 Bulgore 1 Chaos Spawn, 6 Dragon Ogres 4 Ungor Raiders 10 Chaos Warhounds in a battle regiment, a warlord, and a hunter of the Heartlands Battalion. Okay, so very much like what we've said before, um, the rend and the rally is really good. There's lots of really fun mechanics inside the Beast of Chaos now. And don't forget, Beast of Chaos now are going 4-1 all the time. All the time. Yeah, that White Dwarf update showing that rules will make an army better. Okay? So, Sam Morgan, nice, of AOS List Labs, uh, went 4-1. Uh, so, just give me a sec. Um, TTO is pretty slow as a as a website nowadays. Uh, so he went four one uh, with his Legion of the First Prince list. He took Bellacor, Save to Start Steam Prince with the uh, Mark of Corn. He took the Mask of Snesh, which is a little side pick, which is really fun. Skullmaster Herald of Corn uh, with four fold blade, uh, looking to do loads of damage. And uh, three lots of ten plague bearers, and then one, two, three, four, five, six, seven units of Furies. Yeah, this is wild. This is completely different. Well, not completely different because Bellacore and Safe Start and Steam and Prince of the Mark Corn are very common, but everything else in here is very different to what you would normally see in a Legion of the First Prince list, especially I've never seen 
this. I've never seen all these units of furies ever, right? Like this is this makes me furious. Okay, this is wild. Seven units of furies running around doing some crazy stuff. Uh, it's good. I think they've got retreat and charge, um, and they're very very fast. So it's just really really fun. Um, uh, yeah, welcome to New Legion. The furies were converted to one of the gods. Look nice. Yeah, so gross. Sean and Ares, uh Okay, no, instead of attacking, they can retreat. Uh, yeah. They, okay, that's it. Yeah, instead of, oh, yeah, that's it. They've got old skink rule, haven't they? So they've got activate and retreat. So when you activate them, you're able to move, um, which is good. So you can just create more and more board, more board presence and space. So imagine everything Severith does, but it's worse, and you do it all the time, uh, which is really good. So it's a, the old skink trick. So it's a new board control thing, um, which is really fun. Um, how does one have that many furies? They're 3D printed. Uh, it's that easy. Uh, well done, Sam. Uh, for for blowing our minds that's fantastic love to see that uh daniel edwards with his soul blight uh shout out to him let's see what he's got uh he's got one second let's find out where it is uh he's got manfred necromancer uh radical the beast belladama 60 zombies 20 zombies and then 20 graveguard all reinforced um uh, so yeah, I mean, we've talked about this a lot, like lists like this are very similar, uh, they do really well, Manfred's great, uh, he can, he's got the skink trick as well, basically activate and teleport away, Necromancer for the spell piling attack twice, uh, which is really good, and he's also got Master of Magic making that more uh, reliable, uh, he's got Vampire Lord for plus one attack on foot, he's got Radikar that can also buff those units, and Belladama, so he's gone very hero heavy. So his Deadwalker zombies, because they're in the Frycross Dynasty, are going to have a lot of attacks, doing a lot of mortal wounds, which is very good. Potentially piling in, attacking twice. Um, I can tell you when the Necro is acceptable. <laughs> okay, good, I'm glad. Uh, so then that's Dan Edwards, so shout out to him. Alexander Cron, the Croninator. So the... Uh, the KO Man of Fame uh, was running um, an Aether Chemist, a Navigator, and another Navigator, then 10 Arcanauts three times, and then 10 Thunderers, a Gyrocopter, two Ironclads for loads of output, right? Loads of output there. And then the Warp Lightning Vortex still in that list for dropping in your opponent's armies. Loads of guns, loads of shooting. Well done to Kron. Mike Thompson. Uh, was running Luminous Realm Lords list, Techless, a Hurricane Wind Mage, 20 Sentinels, 10 Wardens, 20 Wardens, 5 Dawn Riders, and Spell Portal. Uh, so, very similar to the list we've seen before, that Techlian bubble in the castle build with only 20 Sentinels, no, uh, but you still got 20 Wardens, which easily have to be one of the best fighting units in Age of Sigmar at the moment. Unsurprised to see that in there. Tyler McDonald was running Maggotkin, and Mark Nodge was running Stormcast Eternals. So the Magikin list uh, that we've seen was um, a Lord of Afflictions, Blobe, and Orgot's Demon Spew, then four Blight Lords, two times two Blight Lords, one single Blight Lord, and then two lots of ten Gore um, in a Battle Regiment that hunts the Heartland. So he's got the Gore for screens, and then he's got the Blight Lords, which are the, the flies, and then uh, to f pile in attack and, like, an attack. Um, and then he's got the Lord of Afflictions to just, like, fuck around in the backfield, basically. Uh, which is good. And then our Stormcast Eternals player, Mark Nodge, running Stormcast Eternals, Nitroconis, eight uh, Stormdrake Guard in four bricks of two. One, two, three, four, five. Oh, no, five. No, ten Stormdrake Guard, sorry, in five units of two. Uh, in a battle regiment um, as a one drop. And he made his Nitroconis have the mirror shield. Uh, so shout out to him, Mark Nodge. That's fantastic. Love to see that. Love to see those dragons on the table. Um, so well done to everyone who played at this event. Oh boy, it's so nice to have the Australians back on the tabletop playing good Warhammer. So another week of Warhammer, another week of Warhammer, another set of event results. We've got some really unique lists out there. Loads of Chaos Furies, it's really interesting. Loads of Sisters of the Watch, wild. Beast of Chaos in the 4-1 bracket now, absolutely. Is there still loads of dragons? Yes. Is there Marathi and the Bow Snakes? Yes. Is there a lot of Legion of the First Prince? Yes. All those things there, but they're very effective armies. They're very effective war scrolls. And until we see points and rules changes, I don't think that we're going to see any changes, particularly in that meta. 
However, we do have the new Adneth Deepkin book that's been released, which has got an always strikes first mechanic and a good shooting profile. That might change up the shape of the game over the next few months. The Honest Wargamer stats, or sorry, the T-Sports Network stats, uh, have been updated with the latest information. So shout out to Rob and Ziggy. You guys can go check them out for free on the honestwargamer.com. And if you go and click at the stats, if we just take a quick moment to look at the results and I'm going to do another video where I do a deep dive, you will see that uh, the win rate for these armies is Seraphon are still dominant at 60%. This is all in Age of Sigmar 3.1, so since the winter FAQ. And then everything's kind of okay. We do have Big War at the top, but that's not that many event results, so I'd put a pin in it. But Big War could genuinely be a very good army um when played well but at the moment we don't have enough data for me to say that that really should be up there like we've got doors of cane at 56 percent sons of a hammer at 55 percent i death deepkin leads in the first prince all at 55 percent as well now don't forget this is in 3.1 so this is not last versions uh so this isn't uh from game release until winter this is everything since january basically right and sons of behemoth are still doing very very well all those people said that they wouldn't there you go uh i've been proven right i death deepkin though already sat at a 55 percent win rate with a new book this is danger close i death deepkin i think are gonna catapult themselves up uh, but will seraphon ever be defeated will seraphon ever be brought down will the changes to salamanders affect um so from the battle scroll will that affect how how those armies do i personally don't think it is going to it might change how the army plays but the strength of the army is still in there so i think that that might be uh, pretty important um if we look at the lose oh stormcast eternals are also at 54 percent. so while there are tons of dragons uh they're not necessarily um they're not at like a 70 percent win rate or 65 percent win rate so they aren't auto win which means a bunch of players who already aren't very good sure have bought 10 dragons but they're as rubbish with 10 dragons as they are with any other army right so there we go um uh and then uh let's look at the bottom end of the territory oh, oh i mean we could look at the the big news is that beasts of chaos are in what we call the healthy section uh 45 percent they're at 45% win rate, which is really good. And I expect that number to actually increase. Beasts of Chaos have been on a bit of a meteoric rise. And again, we'll deep dive that in the stats in the future. But the armies that really need some help, Heat Knights and Nash on a 34% win rate. Doomsite Gits on a 37% win rate. Nighthaunt on a 38% win rate. And then the Cruel Boys are on a 38% win rate as well. Fire Slayers have got a new book, so we won't talk about those in a minute. Silverdeath are getting a new book. And Skaven are getting a new book. So 39% win rates for both of those excited to see uh how they do when their new books do come out after the daughters of cain and the nighthorn uh book so some of those armies at the bottom are getting new books i'm sad to see cruel boys who are a newer army at that 38 percent win rate hopefully wave two of their miniatures will improve their win rate in the future uh, but it looks like if you're a cruel boys player you're going to maybe be having a tough time over the next few uh months uh and maybe we'll see some points changes in the fa in in the new jhp i'm not sure um okay thanks for tuning in to the event results show you can help support the show of course by joining the honest wargamer patreon that'd be really great if you could do that uh, or you could join us live on twitch as you can see here where we film this we have we have conversations about all sorts of really fun things and it was really fun you can do it you can join us 11 until 1 p.m every day monday through to monday through to friday uh this is all uk time thanks for listening see you soon i'm rob have a nice day